Um, Ancient Power is only 60 base attacks, but it has the chance to raise all of the user's attacks by one stage. But to be honest, with, with its bad physical defense and its bad speed, you should really be able to take this out in one hit with any physical move that hits it. So not normal and not fighting type. Do not use those two moves in the Ghost Gym. Okay, now finally, G-Max Gengar. Uh, first, first Gigantamax Pokemon in the entire game. It has Venishock, Hypnosis, Hex, and Paybacks. Um, Venishock, um, doubles the damage if the, if the, um, the target is poisoned. Hex doubles the damage with any status condition. Um, Hypnosis puts you to sleep. And Payback, um... Payback doubles if Gengar's slower than the target, and Cursed Body has a chance of disabling any move that hits the Pokemon. Um, so you should be able to take it out in one hit, honestly. Um, because it only has a base 60 defense and 75 special defense. Um, and pretty much any dark type move should be able to take it out especially if it's a g max or just max move um the speed is something to worry about it has 110 base speed and 130 base special attack but this isn't gen 1 so crits don't base aren't based on speed uh special defense and special attack are not the same so you shouldn't have much trouble with the gengar I just made that analogy completely forget analogy is it an analogy i don't know metaphor i just made that metaphor completely forgetting that in generation one ghost was weak to psychic type i forgot that i'm sorry the so the skengar shouldn't be too bad um now looking at opal oh i didn't go over b uh so, looking at B, I mean, the fighting type gym leader and still on side in Pokemon Sword, um, the fighting badge. Him on top, take it out with a psychic or flying type move. Pangoro, take it out with a fairy or flying move. Um, Bullet Punch always goes first, so don't use a fairy Pokemon if it's avoidable, but, uh... It shouldn't be too bad as long as it's it doesn't take too much damage. Bullet Punch is only base 40 attack. Um, oh, Hitmontop has quick attack. Uh, that's only base 42, and it's not um, super effective against anything. Um, so fetched, you can probably manage to take it out with a flying um, with a flying type move or a fairy type move or a Psychic type move, this is a really, these are really easy Pokemon to beat. Um, the only thing, don't use a move that, um, can flinch the Pokemon because it has the ability Steadfast, which, um, flinch, which raises, um, raises speed by one stage if it's flinched. Also, Hitmontop has Technician. I didn't see that when I was first going through. That means that Quick Attack will have a base six, um, will be base sixty power, 
Okay. Anyways, now if you go, um, also Surfetch has detect, which doesn't really matter too much because all it does is protect it from um from a move, and it's pretty much just wasting a move. Um, and now Gigantamax Machamp. Uh, it shouldn't be too hard. You should probably you could probably take it out with um only one. Fairy type, um, Gigantamax or Dynamax move. I mean, it has the ability Guts, so don't give it, like, Paralysis or, um, Poison, because that will give it 1.5 times attack. Attack, not just attack. But other than that, it shouldn't be too bad. And now, I'll just keep going here. Now, we have Opal, who is the fairy type gym leader. And the steel type completely destroys this gym, other than Mawile. Bring a, uh, looks like Mawile's weak to fire type. Um, but that's really the only problem in this gym. Just use, I would Gigantamax my Pokemon at my steel type Pokemon when she brings out Togekiss. Because, um... Because you don't want to waste your um, Dynamax on um, the Mawile um, with your Steel type, but it should be taken out relatively easily, um, especially if you have a Corviknight, like I recommended for um, for Alistair's Mimikyu. All right, and now we have. I'll start with Swords Gym Leader this time. Gordy. Um, okay, so for Barbarical, you you should be using that water type that you had for, uh, for Nessa. And then for Shuckle. This thing doesn't have many weaknesses, does it? Um, I'm trying to think of a weakness that it has. Water. Um, you should be bringing a Water-type Pokemon into this gym. Um, you can probably Dynamax on Shuckle if you want to. Actually, I wouldn't because it has a really good, it has really good defenses. Um, this is going to be trying to use, um, Power Split. So, basically, it, um, splits the attack and special attack with like it averages out both of your pokemon's attack and special attack stats so that's scary on a shuckle but it shouldn't hurt too much and then you have struggle bug and stone edge and rock tomb which i'm really surprised that this shuckle doesn't have any setup moves um just don't try to um, if you want, you can actually use Swagger on this. That's a really good strategy that I just thought of, because it has the ability Contrary. Now, Swagger um, boosts attack and confuses it, meaning, uh, by two stages, actually, meaning inverting stat changes. That is sharply decreasing, so by two stages de- decreasing um, Shuckle's attack, which is already horrible. Um, and confusing it, 
that's amazing. So Shuckle shouldn't be a problem, since it doesn't have any setup moves. Um, Stone, Stone Joiner, Stone Joiner, Stone Joiner, Stone Joiner. Um, it should be taken out pretty easily. Let me check the defenses on it. Um, use a special water type move because special water type moves, um, it has horrible special defense. And finally, on GMAX Colossal, um, it's, um, it's special defense is worse. So, again, use a, um, use special water type, um, move. Gigantamax move. Now, hopefully, it doesn't, um, hopefully, it, it doesn't decide to, um, decide to do anything crazy with that, um, with the speed stat boost that it gets from that water type move, but, um, to be honest, it shouldn't, really hurt you too much if you're um if you're prepared for it which is pretty easy um and now you get to pokemon shields melanie um i think the only thing that i need to say for this one is beware of darmanitan and bring a fire type um, Darmanitan does have Zen Mode, meaning, um, it switches to the Fire-type version, so if you want, you can bring a Water-type, um, and for that, to be honest, after you bring a Fire-type and a Water-type, and I think an Electric-type for the Lapras, you should be fine. Um, sorry I'm going a little bit fast on these, but it's just, they're just pretty easy gym leaders towards the end. Um, now Scrafty on Pierre, Pier, on Pierre's team, that's what I'm going to call him. On Pierre's team, Scrafty is super, like, extremely, like, four times weak to Psychic type. Um, Malamar is four times weak to bug type but literally one of the few times that you're going to be using that bug type on a pokemon in this entire game um skuntank i can't think of any weaknesses that it has um it's weak to ground type this team makes you bring out a lot of different types but it's worth it because i was using a flygon at this point in the game um which is an amazing Pokemon, and so the ground type really, the ground type weakness really wasn't a problem for me, at least, and it shouldn't be too hard for you either. Um, an Obstagoon, I mean, I would bring out probably, um, a fighting type Pokemon, because it is four times weak dividing type moves and also remember this in in, in pierce pierce's battle you cannot use gigantamax like other gym leaders meaning he's not gonna have um a dynamaxed obstagoon um and finally for the last gym leader 
is Raihan, um, who is the Dragon Titan gym leader, and also extremely, not extremely, let me rephrase that, he is pretty weak to, um, ice type, and most ice types also learn water type moves to take out the Gigalith. This is a double battle, so if you want, you can bring out maybe um, a Swift Swim, Ludicolo, or Rain Dance, Ludicolo. That's always fun. I think that uh, Lotad was either in the base game or added in the Isle of Armor, um, which you should definitely get um, for a fun run of the game um, now. So, Ludicolo. Swift Swim Ludicolo. What could go wrong? I'm Landish. I'm sorry. Landish Ludicolo. Drizzle. Pelipper. All of those are um, really good things to use. You can get creative as if it's a competitive battle. Which isn't something that you normally get to do in Pokemon. And then the Duraludon. It's only weak to ground and fighting types but you have both of those from the last gym so that one shouldn't be much of a problem just don't use um don't use earthquake on um on the rest of your team because you might take it out because it's a base 100 power move and now we're on to the dlc um, gym leaders, if you only have the base game, go ahead, skip this part, um, bye to whoever only has the base game, um, but it's, to be honest, it's worth it, before you go, it's worth getting the DLC pack. Anyways, um, first is the Psychic Badge from Avery, um, with her Galarian Slowbro, Algazam, and Galarian Slowking. Alright, so after examining this team for about five seconds it's weak to dark type <laughs> um dark and ghost type just use ghosts and dark types she only has three pokemon so it shouldn't be too hard and finally in the sort team um you should use a psychic type pokemon for this or nope i'm wrong i'm completely wrong there um you should use a ground type Pokemon, it looks like, and probably a fire type. So, a good Pokemon would be um, a good Pokemon would be Colossal, which is a rock and fire type Pokemon, but it learns Earthquake. Um, basically, use a fire type on the Scallopede and a ground type move on the Galarian Slowking and the Galarian Slowbro. I hope you enjoyed this. It's longer than usual because i went over the entire game plus a dlc character so i hope you enjoyed it um i hope you liked the change of uh, from pokemon x and y to sword and shield and bye hello my name is brady and today um instead welcome back to the hyrule field and instead of going over the Pokemon X and Y Elite Foreign Champion, like I kept saying that I would, I got a request from my friend to do um, Pokemon Sword and Shield. 
So I decided that I'm going to be going over all of the gym leaders in this probably um, extra long episode. And hopefully it's good. Let's go. I'm also going to be going over um, Avery and Clara. I don't really know how to pronounce that name because I played through Pokemon um, Shield, which doesn't have it. Doesn't have her. Uh, so, anyways, let's get going. Um, so, first is the Glass Badge from Milo in Turfield. Um, this is super easy if you have any sort of, uh, any sort of, if you have a, a Corvus Wire, any flying type that appears before the first gym, uh, Fire types are really good for it. Um, you can get, obviously, a boot if you chose the fire type starter Pokemon or um, the, um, I think it's called Roly Coley. The one, it evolves into the minecart one. Um, anyways, that's. Um, Anyways, that is, um, I'm sorry, anyways, um, any good Fire-type Pokemon in the entire game can take this out, um, but you shouldn't have any trouble with it, um, especially since it's the first gym in such a big game. You have a lot of access to the wild area before this gym. In fact, I've seen people get almost the entire Pokedex of encounters in, like, before the first gym in the wild area, which is crazy. So, second is Nessa, um, who is in Hallbury with the Water Badge. She has three Pokemon on her team this time. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to go over the teams on my look the Pokemon on Milo's team. She, he has a Gossifor and an Eldegoss. On Nessa's team, she has a Goldeen, an Aracuda, and a Dreadnought. Now, those might sound like really strong Pokemon, and to be honest, they are. But, at the same time, I took them down with about a level 20 Badoo, which is not the best. So, to be honest, you can take this down with any water type um just be careful of the bites um and aqua jet on aracuda if you think something's gonna outspeed it might not because of aqua jet um it's a priority move um so it always goes first and that should be it i mean i don't think that anything can set up nothing can set up um lane on this team but her entire team has Swift Swim, so abilities don't even matter in this battle. Um, but if you're looking for a good glass type, obviously um, a Thwacky um, is a good option. Or, you know, like I said, a Buddy, or I guess at this point you would probably have a Rose Elia. Um, or you could, you could get... Um, any, pretty much any, um, electric type Pokemon before this, too, like, 
Um, Jolteon would be really good for this gym. And so would Pikachu. I guess if you could get Jolteon, you could get Raichu. Um, or Boltund is really good. You can get a Yamper on Route 2. So Boltund is a really good addition to, to a team. Um, but yeah, other than that, that's what I would recommend. Um, so now Kabu. This is, like, the first kind of roadblock in the game, but it's even that, even though it is kind of a roadblock, it's not that hard. Kabu, um, has the fire-type gym in Motostoke, with three Pokemon, a Ninetales, an Arcanine, and a Sentiscorch. Now, they all three have... They all three are fully evolved, meaning they have fully evolved stats, which is a problem for most players, as you can probably tell, because it is very hard to weaken them with a not fully evolved Pokemon, like you most likely will have um, in the beginning of this game, um, within the third badge. But you should be able to take it out with any water type. My water type on my team for this run, I think, um, was a Claudant, which has a pretty good attack stat and laser shell, so that's good. Um, you can also use a Dreadnought for this gym. That is also a good, um, a good thing to use, especially for the Sendy Scorch, because... Um, it is fire and bug type, meaning it is four times weak to, um, rock type Pokemon. Um, the thing to worry about, though, is Sendy Scorch, um, will Gigantamax in this battle, if I remember correctly. Um, but that means Gigantamax Dreadnought, which you should be able to get pretty easily, by the way. Just a reminder. Um, Dynamax is just making the Pokemon bigger with better stats and using max moves. Gigantamax upgrades stats on top of Dynamax and adds a special move. Um, Dreadnought should be able to take out the Senji Scorch without a problem, especially if it's Gigantamaxed. Uh, so next we've got Alistair, which I will go over first because that's who I am more used to. But then I'll go over, um, Bew, or, B-E-A, that's how you spell her name, I don't know how to pronounce it, it's a, I don't, I just don't know, um, I don't think many people do. So, Alistair, the ghost badge, and Stow on Side Town, which is a very weird name, but we can get over that. Um, now, Galarian, Yamask, Mimikyu, Kursua, and G-Max, Gengar. Um, just noticed on this app, it tells you if it Gigantamax. So, Kabu's, um, Kabu's Sentiscorch does not Gigantamax. I'm sorry, I forgot. It's been, like, a year and a half since I played this game. Um, now, Galarian, Yamask is... It's annoying to evolve, but that's beyond the point of this podcast. Um, basically, what you want to do to it is um, don't use any normal type moves or fighting type moves, but um, 
but basically you're gonna want to use either water type or glass type Pokemon because it's ground type or you can use your own ghost type moves or dark type moves which I had a thievil at this point in the game that is a very good Pokemon for um, this battle because this is a ghost type battle other than Mimikyu which I'll get to in a second um, and so the only thing is this Pokemon has an ability called Wandering Spirit which exchanges abilities with a Pokemon that makes direct contact with a move and that means that your Pokemon will get Wandering Spirit um, and it will get whatever ability um, your Pokemon had before. Which, at this point in the game, abilities don't really matter too much. But if it's something that really matters to you, just don't use a move that makes direct contact. You can normally look that up on the internet. Um, it'll normally say, for example, on Cerebi.net, you, if you look up a move in the move decks, you can. It will tell you if it activates things like um, Iron Barbs, Rocky Helmet, Wandering Spirit, um, which are all things that do specific. Th- they're all abilities or items that do specific things when a move makes direct contact. Anyways, so now into Mimikyu. It can't really hit you with Fairy type move moves, which is good. Um, Shadow Sneak. It always goes first, but it's only 40 base attack. Hone Claws will boost its attack, and Slash is 70 attack, and Critical Hits land, land more easily. Now, if it's using Slash and it gets a critical hit, something to remember is that that attack um, gets rid of all stat changes um, if it's a critical hit. So, the Hone Claws boosts do not stack with critical hits, which is good. But you should be able to take it out before it decides to use Slash. Um, so basically, it has the thing to worry about here is Mimikyu's ability Disguise, which basically gives it an extra turn. I've seen things in competitive, by the way, where which this podcast isn't about, but in competitive, I've seen Mimikyu's that run um, Disguise... Um, focus sash which means that it gets two extra turns to do something for example it might be um boosting its attack stat and then using baton pass that's not competitive rules with baton pass again that's beyond the point basically disguise is a scary ability you're going to want to be using um pretty much any steel type pokemon to do this uh Corviknight, you should have a Corviknight at this point. It's really good. Um, in any run of the game, that's not a specific type only, or like a Nuzlocke where you can only catch specific Pokemon. Um, I shouldn't have mentioned a Nuzlocke, that's a whole other thing to get into later. Um, the rules of a Nuzlocke are a whole different thing to get into later. But... You should have a Corviknight on your team. And it's a steel type, so it hits Mimikyu with super effective damage. There are some moves, I believe, that disregard disguise. Or if you have um, a Pokemon that knows a, um, a ghost or steel type move with 
mold breaker like excadrill that's good because it discards disguise like i said um with moves that do that um mold breaker breaks the mold and that's what it says when you bring it in but basically it disregards all abilities on a pokemon when attacking um like levitate or disguise it hits through disguise it hits with ground type moves on levitate you get the point um and then you have Kursla, which it's not scary really it has horrible defense if you have a physical ghost type move use it um the only thing that's scary is ancient power which and i guess curse curse is very scary it does um curse does um does a fourth of your max health each turn um but takes half of the pokemon who used its health and hex um hex also um does i believe double damage if the target is poisoned paralyzed confused something like that um and then it has the ability weak armor though which is a really useless ability on a pokemon with bad um with bad um defense and really on any pokemon because you shouldn't be wanting to lower your um speed and um or lower your defense on anything the way that it works is it raises speed and lowers defense by one stage each upon hitting a physical move which isn't great on kursua because it already has a bad physical defense stat and that would be cool if like it had a really good speed stat it doesn't it's base 30 speed that's even worse than its defense i'm just mad that they decided to give it this ability this ability because i think that it really limits it um especially when the only other ability is perish body as its hidden ability okay the last move is ancient power which